I am joined in the studio by Neil Stanton, a musician from Hemel Hempstead. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty well, thanks, Neil. Good. Yes, yeah, so yeah. we've realised it's been a year since your last <laughs> EP was out, and that was when we first started talking. Say, hey, you should come into the studio. That's we can true. talk about it. So a whole year has passed. So we've got loads to hear about you. Yes. Um, so you're technically a blues and folk artist from Hemel. Um, I don't you know what that? I am technically, but um, some, yeah, what I play is somehow bedded in blues and roots. Yeah, oh, blues and, 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 and folk. Yes. And you've been playing guitar since you were about eighteen, or got interested in music around that time. Yes. Yeah. What was it that sparked your interest? Uh, basically, wanting to be a rock god. You know, yeah. wanting to be on top of the pops and you know even when i was 18 i, I still wanted to yeah be yeah, be worshipped really that's that's really what got me into it but then when you get into it and you really start enjoying playing and getting responses and creating music um it takes on a, a whole it becomes a different animal and, and that animal sort of tends to gallop away with you actually and you were in a band originally yes yeah. um a few quite a few years ago called wicker who was sort of in the Watford scene? Yes, yeah, yeah, we were very much in the Watford scene. We used to play quite regularly around Watford. We played around London as well. We used to play, and, and also places like the um, St Albans. But, yeah, we used to play the flag and the horns and, and places like that. So, um, yeah, we did all right. We were, we were an indie indie rock type band playing all original stuff. And uh, we did pretty well, but never quite made it. We never got the big break that we wanted. And you're finally back doing music because you've had a bit of a break in between that time being with the band and, and yes. going off on your own musical journey. Yes, that's right. You know, I, I, I stopped doing music for, for quite a, for, for several years. Um, you know, just having, you know, getting married and having a family and things like that. Uh, and, and then, you know, the, the guitar's always been there, at least sitting in the corner of the room. So um, I sort of picked it up again and I actually picked up a ukulele and, and sort of got back into performing through through ukulele at, uh, at sort of local folk clubs and things like that and uh, uh, it sort of ramped up from there and I, I'm really enjoying it. Did you realise like, how much time had passed in that time of not playing? Yes, I, I was very much conscious and it's a completely different world. Um, uh, we, we were talking earlier it's a, it's a different world as far as getting gigs and things like that and social media just makes such a difference to the way that you can communicate with venues communicate with other musicians uh, and, and generally put yourself out there um, and, and get instant responses. Um, when I was with the band, we, we used to spend an awful lot of time making up cassettes, yeah. putting things in jiffy bags, posting them off or walking them around um, venues and record companies, um, all, to, all to no avail. Um, whereas these days, uh, everything is just so, so much more instant that it's yeah. a lot easier in, in lots of ways. I know that some people find it very difficult, but coming from where I've come from, it's actually uh, a lot more direct and a lot easier to, to communicate and, and get gigs and, and do things out there. I would love it if I got a jiffy bag in the post and someone had sent me a cassette <laughs> of their demo. I'd love that. Well, yeah, but now it's novelty value. Yeah. It wasn't back then, unfortunately. I'd take it back home to the... Uh the, what do you call that thing? I can't even remember. A Walkman. A Walkman which yes. someone had to buy me because they made me a mixtape and I was like, I can't listen to that. So they had to also then head over to Amazon and buy me uh, a Walkman to listen to it on as well. Yeah. So I've got one ready to go. Oh, okay. So send me your old tape. I'll find a tape for you. <laughs> yes, please. So you've gone from the indie rock band to folk and blues. Is that your real love of music, do you think? Well, yeah. I mean, I started off much more blues orientated when I first 
picked up a guitar. I think um, uh, perhaps a lot of people, I don't know, when they first pick up uh, a guitar, particularly an electric guitar, the temptation is to, to play blues music, and that's where I started from, and I was very much influenced by, uh, I suppose, uh, things like the old Fleetwood Mac with Peter Green and, and people like that. So, yes, my, I, I sort of came from a blues side, um, and then you know went with the, the music of the time um, whereas now I'm tending to do just whatever whatever the heck I want really so a lot of it ends up being uh, a bit blues a bit folky uh, maybe a little bit country from time to time you know sort of uh, I do have a bit of a Johnny Cash sort of influence in there somewhere along the line as well um, but it's just whatever comes out and I think being a singer-songwriter and playing acoustically uh, the temptation is that you do get sort of pigeonholed in a sort of folk blues type uh, type area, whereas in actual fact, perhaps if you put my music and and arranged it in a different way, we, you know, it could end up as being jazz if you wanted. Or Amazing. Do you, <laughs> do you ever miss performing with a band and having other people around you to write with and share ideas? Oh, very much so. It's it is difficult being on your own, and you're very exposed you're you're exposed on the stage you know every mistake is your own and you've got nothing to hide behind and you know with it stripped back to a guitar and, and vocals you know as, as i'm probably about to find, find out playing live it's you know you're just so exposed and you're also you don't have that that blanket of other people to encourage you um other people to to turn to and certainly from me being a bassist when I was with Wicker, I, I don't have... I, I'm not able to turn around and glare at the drummer when things go wrong <laughs> yeah. and pretend it was him. <laughs> but there seems to be a really, like, in the Hertfordshire music scene especially, there seems to be a really strong community of musicians that I almost call a family now because yeah. so many people have got to know each other and there's a really big support for each other's music. So I'm guessing even though you go out alone sometimes, if, if you're gigging around the area, there's faces that you know and, and other musicians that are really keen to hear what you're up to and, and the new music that you've been working on. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and there is such, uh, such a community now with uh, also the radio stations as well. I mean, the the, the um, radio stations like, like, uh, like Vibe do play such a key part because it does bring musicians together and we start experiencing other local music, not just in, in a venue. But, yes, yeah, certainly it, it's completely different, I feel, from where I was before when uh, it was almost a little bit hostile and competitive. Um, now, whether it's just because I'm older or whether, it, whether things have just changed, I don't know. But certainly, um, yeah, wherever I go, I always feel encouraged by other musicians out there. There's, there's not the... There's not nothing competitive about it. It, mm. it is much more of a community. You're absolutely right, yeah. Well, we want to hear something by you because yeah. uh, I could talk to you all day and uh, I've been known to do that to, with many guests on the show. Um, so, Neil, what's the first track you're going to play for us live tonight? The first song I'm going to play is, is Broken Jerusalem, which is the title track from my, my last EP. It's a slightly different arrangement than, than the recording. But, uh, yeah, this, this is Broken Jerusalem. Streets have seen too much 
Exchange of white satanic pills Broken Jerusalem Why must the web of lies light up With images of dusty death As ancient noble lands engage All vested interests and gods of virtue will be shamed By unholy use of their names Hands have not left to print near And the son and the prophet wept session on Raw Vibes with Broken Jerusalem, the title track from his last EP. So we've it's nearly been a year since that's out, so what was it like to get back into the studio there and record that? Because it had been quite a while for you going back in the studio and, and yeah. getting all your tracks laid down. Yes, it, it was um, a very different experience to, to uh, recording with a band, that's for sure. Um, completely different experience and, and a completely different timescale, much more direct. Um, the first EP that I recorded on my own was um, the Miserable Cowboy song, um, which um, was very much a, a raw, uh, very direct uh, recording. So it was, it was practically live recording, uh, which was great. And I really enjoyed it, and it got something out there and, and, and got got something out there that I wanted to get out. Um, with Broken Jerusalem, I, I recorded it with Rob Nelson and spent a little bit more time on the arrangement and put a little bit more, a f- fewer more, uh, a few more tracks on there. So uh, it built up the song much more. It's very difficult, I must admit, because um, when I go out and I play live and I, I write to play live and I enjoy playing live, going into a studio and realising that, no, you can, you can put more tracks on. It doesn't just have to be one vocal, one guitar. 
and, and you can put lots of vocals on and you can do you know multi-track guitars and put strings on or whatever you want it takes really quite a lot of time to get your head around that and tr- quite a lot of imagination and at the same time try not to get carried away and end up with this sort of awful wash of strings and goodness knows what else but uh, it, it was yeah brilliant experience i really enjoyed it um and you learn so much because uh, when you're in the studio you tend to deconstruct the songs to their their element parts and you start seeing different things in the songs and particularly with that uh, with that ep certainly working with rob um on um, on the last track, which is American Blue Cheese, where I'm playing harmonica and, and guitar, and uh, Rob really encouraged me just to sort of let rip with with the harmonica, and um, I played things that I'd, I'd never played before. So it's yeah, it's a great it's a great experience, and it you come out a better musician for it afterwards. I love how the first track, Broken Jerusalem, it sounds sort of like it's going to be quite honest, revealing and, and heartfelt. And then the last one is American Blue Cheese. <laughs> I just love the variety that's going on there. Yes, What's yes. the story behind that track, American Blue Cheese? Now, I'm suffering from jet lag from coming back from America yes. and I just don't want to hear anything about American food whatsoever because <laughs> I've eaten so much. Like I nearly made myself sick because I overate a lot of food um but what's the deal with american blue cheese american blue cheese well it's really i I, it was an early song for me um i wanted to write a a fairly bluesy song so with with harmonica with blues harp on it um so it ended up being basically it ended up sounding quite american (laughs) quite bluesy and it's also quite cheesy (laughs) so it just ended up being american blue cheese and uh, and that name seemed to stick but uh, yeah, I, I, that, that song I really enjoyed recording it, it was brilliant Amazing, we'll have to hear the whole thing in full, um, but tonight we've only got a few set songs from you uh, which you're performing live, but tell us about what you've been up to since this EP then Are you are you hope, have you been writing? Is there a chance of another EP album in the, on the pipeline? Uh, certainly yes um, I've, I've, I've written a little bit I've not written as much as I want to every time you sit down to write it sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't um yes there's i I definitely want to record another ep possibly sort of mini album this week uh, this year um but um but that's so that'll be in the pipeline that will happen this year but i'm not quite sure when probably the end of the summer um but i've I've been up to a lot i've had the pleasure of um playing um supporting a a lot of great musicians over the last six months or, or or a year um, had the good fortune to support Lucy Ward. Who's she's a awesome. Yeah. Um, folk art- artist. Amazing uh, personality as well. Uh, yeah. And, and, <laughs> uh, she's one of the people that inspired me to pick up a guitar again. Really? I saw her at the Folkstock, um, uh, Folkstock Festival. Yeah. And, and saw her play there and she was just like, this, this is just amazing. She's, she's just such a personality. Yeah. Wave. So I had the great, when I had the chance to support her, it was just uh, awesome. Um, and but also uh, Maz O'Connor as well is another great folk artist, and uh, and then I had the very good fortune about a month or so ago of, of supporting um, Bruce Foxton and from the Jam, amazing um, at, at the Horn. So um, which I'm, I'm very grateful to have that sort of opportunity. So it's, so it's been brilliant. Yeah, I've, I've done a lot in the last year. And what's the plan going forward then? Apart from bits of writing here and there, you've got loads of gigs coming up. Yeah, the plan is there is no plan. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't seem to plan very well, but uh, yeah, certainly I've got some gigs coming up. I'm, I'm doing uh, a number of gigs at 
oh, I'm doing a gig at um, Bulldog uh, as part of um, a, a Ballstock weekend, which is on the 6th of May. I'm playing the Broken Drum, uh, and lots of people are playing at a lot of venues that weekend. Um, I'm also playing the Horn on the 9th of June. Um, which I'm very much looking forward to and hoping that uh, uh, there's a lot of people that are listening at the moment that uh, may be coming along to that. Um, uh, also, um, I, I think I'm playing uh, Watford Live. That, that's, that's down to uh, Mr Craven as to whether I'm playing that. But, um, yeah, Watford Live's on the 11th of June, which uh, should be in the high street, I think, uh, of Watford. And I think he's also got something going on at the flag as well at the same time. Um, so yeah, quite quite a lot going on, quite a lot. Awesome stuff. Well, let's get another song from you, and then we can let everyone know where they can find you online and all the details for those gigs. So, what's the second track you're going to play live tonight? The second track is actually it's a, a rehash of an old song. This is actually a, a song that I wrote on ukulele. Awesome. <laughs> um, but I'm going to play it on guitar for obvious reasons. Um, and it's uh, actually a song uh, about the writing of Frankenstein. It's a song about Mary Shelley, and it's called um, Prometheus of a New World. Uh, sorry, Prometheus of a New Age. Awesome. This is Neil Stanton live in session on Raw Vibes.
So if people want to come out and see you or get hold of one of your EPs, where's the best place for them to go? Um, well, uh, to get hold of my EP, go to neilstanton.bandcamp.com. Um, I've also got uh, a track coming out on the Fatea magazine um, EP. Well, not EP. It's, a, it's an album that comes out um, on the 1st of May, which will be a, a free download. So go to Fatea magazine and you should find a track on there. It's an 18... Uh, it's an 18-track download, and one of the tracks is mine, but there's some great other music on there. Um, otherwise, yeah, come and find me, certainly at the Horn on the 9th of June, or at the Broken Drum in, in Bullstock on the, the 6th of May. Uh, find me on Facebook. I think it's... Oh, I can't remember what it is, but put it in Neil Stanton. I'm sure you'll find it. And if you want to um, find me on Twitter, you can find me at SulCarter32. So facebook.com forward slash Neil Stanton 32. That's it, yes, yeah. What's the 32? The 32 is my door number. Not oh. my age, unfortunately. Interesting. <laughs> so, just intrigued by that. Um, brilliant stuff. Well, thank you so much for coming in to see us. If, if there is sign of a, an EP on the way that I know you haven't had any time to write yet, but how long do we have to wait, do you reckon? Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm hoping to get an EP out this summer. It might, might end up being towards I mean, the end of the summer. Is it not summer? I mean, when does summer start? Sun, I mean, uh, not till not not till, not till June. I least, suppose it depends sure. if you think about yeah. it in terms of the weather or the month written on the calendar at the moment, doesn't indeed, it? Indeed, indeed. Yeah. yeah, no, I'll... I, I want to get something out this um, this summer, if um, I can, so... What comes first for you? Is it the melody and the guitar parts or the lyrics? Um, it tends to be a chord sequence first okay. and then probably pick out something of a melody there. Uh, and then then from that, um, I'll just get some sort of rhythm and, and hook melody that I'll put a phrase to uh, and then build a song around it. Sometimes I do sit down with the intention of writing a particular song about a particular subject, um, and, and sometimes I just have a song and, and just find a phrase that fits and then build a song around it. Great. Well, good luck with your song building over the next few weeks and <laughs> months. You. That Facebook page again, facebook.com forward slash Neil Stanton 32. Um, and of course, those dates, we've got Bullstock on the 6th of May and The Horn 9th of June and um, 11th of June, Watford Live High Street. So check all of those dates out. Thank you so much, Neil, for coming in. My pleasure. Thank you. Now. 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 Showcasing Watford's talent. <laughs>